So once you set out on the journey to achieve your goals, I'm sure you know you will be encountering several challenges. But how to overcome those challenges is extremely important and most of us look for solutions that can help us through those difficult times. And if this is what drives you here, then you're here in the right place at the right time. I'm your host Ishani Nigam. I'm a Masters of Marketing Communication student at the University of Melbourne and I started this podcast to help you empower and inspire to take your first step. So, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome back to my first step ever, the 19th episode and I'm so thrilled to have you back over here. This is a podcast where I bring in people who have accomplished that big step in their life because of the story, the the incidents and the strategies that share we help you and and empower you to take your first step towards your journey. And today I have an amazing guest with us, David Tang. He is a Melbourne-based entrepreneur and he has been an entrepreneur since the past 20 years. He's been into different industries and tried different ventures and got to know a bit about him and I would love to discover more about him along with you today. So please join me in welcoming David Tang, the co-founder of Groupy, which is a fintech startup. Hi David, welcome on my first step ever. Hi, Shani, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> I am extremely excited because so far we have had guests and they have shared some amazing strategies of how they have gone ahead and taken their first step and from what i gauge there's one uh, similarity one connecting point between david and me that we both products of the university of melbourne mm, <laughs> so yeah i'm excited about that as well so david as you just mentioned you have been in this industry of being an entrepreneur a business person since the last 20 years so i'm sure you'll have seen a lot of ups a lot of downs you are the founder of groupy i would really like to understand how it all began for you especially from the point i think you mentioned that you were living in london you were in england long long ago and suddenly one day, i think one day you decided to come to melbourne you had a family you had a very very young kid at that point in time and you wanted to start your own venture how did you decide at that point in time that this is what you want to do yeah no no it's a, it's a great place to start i think and um you know i think for me from a very young age i knew that uh, i knew this was like i wanted to do something on my own i wanted to build something of my own so i've known that for a very long time i just didn't really like i didn't know how to get there um you know we spoke a little bit about this last time you know we we sort of we come from a, an immigrant family where we have an upbringing where it's all about just doing the work you know just putting in the effort and knowing that if you uh, try to work with it then you'll eventually get there we didn't have people around us when we were growing up um you know that were you know uh entrepreneurs so to speak you know so we 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 had to try to figure this stuff out ourselves um you know so but i always knew that deep down there was something in me that I wanted to continue like I wanted to be in the world where I could be creative I could build um you know I love business and I love sort of creating and building things um but you know going into uni and you mentioned you know Melbourne U so 
going into university, it just seemed like the correct path to go down that corporate path. You know, I think throughout that entire period, and and even you know, you talk, you mentioned, you know, twenty years of, of uh, entrepreneurial sort of that journey, and definitely the mindset was there. You know, um, during uni, uh, I was always running side business, like side things, and a lot of them didn't work. <laughs> um, but it was always, you know, I always had that instinct there. I remember during uni, I was, you know, I actually was buying and selling palm pilots, so like, you know, PDA devices. And this before the world of the iPhone, so it was, you know, and before the iPads and tablets and all that. But there were little things like that. I sort of started a small toy, online toy shop, things like that. Like there was always little things going on. But all throughout that journey, um, and I guess you mentioned sort of London, uh, after, so my wife and I, we've been together for a long time and we got married in uh, 2007. Um, and in 2008, we decided to go to London. It was during that period, again, like we spent four years living in London and, and we had my first daughter there, uh, Isla. So, but during that period, um, for my birthday, like Nancy actually bought me a, a, a new MacBook. And that was my first sort of my first, uh, you know, Apple computer. So that was pretty cool. Um, but that, that instigated in me, uh, an excitement around learning. Uh, you know, how to code in terms of iOS. So actually building apps, mobile apps. And I just immersed myself in that. So um, then I got immersed into the world of apps. And that's when I really dug deep and I started building things and just, just really getting excited about that. And that whole market with app development was was really starting to take off. Um, so I thought, hey, this is really cool. This is something that maybe I could try to build a, a business or some sort of venture out of. Uh, but when we got back from the UK, and this was this was sort of our plan, you know, we, we were going to have Isla and then come back uh, to Australia um, and just come back and settle and start raising a family. You know, I I didn't have any obligations to uh, you know any other organisation, or um, so that was the perfect time to really just sort of say, okay, look, let's do it. You know, I've got a bit of a runway where you know maybe we can we can try to figure out what to do or how to turn. Uh, an interest into a, into a long-standing business, um, but that really gave me the excuse, you know. So I didn't I, I didn't have to um, go back into a job, and I knew that if I if I took that route, I'd be stuck again, you know. I, I almost just sort of I had no plan B. I said, let's just do it, you know. Uh, I was lucky because Nancy then sort of went into a job, so there was a little bit of security there. That that's very interesting. I can see that you already had that passion of mm. doing something, creating something. I see the trait in a lot of leaders, initiators that they start early. Even in the university, they try and experiment with a lot of things. As you mentioned that you yeah. tried five things and some of them failed, uh, which is also part of puzzle in life. And I think you must have definitely learned something out of it. So I really want to like emphasize this and tell my listeners to... Uh, If you are in university, if you're in college, it is a very, very good time to experiment, to understand uh, what you really want to do or to explore different fields. And then you mentioned something that you went into consulting. So you started off with a job. You did not start off with your own venture. For about a few years, you worked in that. And then I think mindset of creating something again kicked back in. Yeah. And... Yeah. And the third thing that you mentioned was that you were able to start something over here, like from scratch, 
because there was some sort of certain security that your wife she was earning so that's mm. also an important point i also want to emphasize that when you start off something it's very important you have some financial security so we need to take calculative risk and calculated mm. decision so i'm happy that you had that support over there uh just digging deep into this scenario because yeah. even if it's a business or even as small as you know uh taking a step to start a job or to for anyone to start their own passion at any level it doesn't mean that they have to launch a business or something but no that's right yeah people always face that internal fears that like there is external fears for sure but yep. there are internal fears as well so did you go through any internal fears like personally and if yes how did you tackle those yeah that's a really good question so having a security and safety net is one thing and and that can really inhibit people to make a decision as well so having it there and knowing that uh you know if things really go wrong you can have something to fall back on can sometimes prevent you from really having a hard go at it you know pre- prevent you from going all in but you're right to it it should be calculated you know i think go all in but be smart about it to say you know what you're truly excited and passionate about you know so don't jump into the deep end if you if there's an ideation and you think that's what you want to do because you know often you get into it and you realize you know what i, I don't want to i don't want to be doing this day in and day out like yeah. um and i think that's why sometimes i think it's also good to uh you know have a side hustle like i i think a lot of people talk about this but at the same time i think if you start to just try things and at least you can figure out whether or not you genuinely you know you have a genuine passion for it so but the goal for me and the way i was thinking about it was you know i wanted to build a business i wanted to build something and i didn't sort of uh lock myself into the idea of it was just only only going to be apps for me it was always, it was always a sort of this is an entry point this is a chance for me to use my knowledge and 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 the expertise and the skills that I've built over time to have a foundation to start a business and funnily enough I mean that business evolved you know and it, and instead of building apps uh it ended up turning into a digital agency and that agency then uh was what I then ended up doing for the next 7 uh, 7 years before I sold it so you know I think that um if you get sort of too locked into the idea of one particular thing and then you realize hang on maybe this is not quite the right thing have enough foresight to actually go and, and you know pivot on that idea too i think is really important um because i think uh, you know often you know just by looking on social media or looking on linkedin and instagram there's these things that you see people have that you think is what you want until you actually get in there and do it uh so i think it's important to to just to actually physically put yourself in in their shoes and actually go through the motions to be honest and true with yourself to decide whether or not that is your honest truth. And that's why you know we were talking about this last time you know I think that one of the uh you know a lot of business people a lot of entrepreneurs like they are faced with so many of the, these personal truths that they learn so much about themselves going through this process because you know I think they they realize that you know you're only they're only cheating themselves if they're not being honest. Hmm. I think you've beautifully uh, covered two very important points over there first thing that you mentioned was that um you should 
experiment first than you know jumping into the deep end at times people say that you only learn when you jump in the deep end but mm-hmm. i think i'm emphasizing this again repeatedly in every uh, episode that i do that take risk but it should be calculative risk yeah is, yeah yeah and i think the second thing that you mentioned was that this is a process where you also come to know about yourself you have to face this through which is very beautifully that you have put because i think this is something that we don't understand that we just start working we start going in one direction because that's how it has things has been set and it's easy mm-hmm. you really don't need to use your brains and it kind of applies to me as well like i also started on the same journey but it's very important to know yourself like how you react what you want because down the line you don't want to have regrets and that is exactly. really important not to have regrets so yeah. as early as you can understand about yourself what really motivates you what really you can keep working for you know few years in your life it's very it's it's very important and then if you if you're in a job or you're doing your own starting your own venture either ways you feel fulfilled in whichever path you are so knowing mm. yourself is very important and that was amazing i actually would like to go a bit more deep david over yeah, sure. i would like if you are happy to share about this thing because you have gone through a lot of hardships and you have seen highs as well as you mentioned that your team has delivered millions of dollars of you know campaigns and marketing campaigns and got that sort of revenue which is amazing so i appreciate it. but i really wanted to understand over here and i want my listeners to also hear this out what was the lowest point in your life what were you thinking and how did you come out of it and is there any takeaway yeah. that you would like to share with our listeners today The entrepreneurial journey can be very lonely. You know, you having a really supportive uh network is important is important, but there there are different support networks that I think you should consider because you have your emotional support network, you know, your family and whatnot. Um, you know, your spouse, your partners, and your kids. They don't necessarily understand context of what you're going through. Uh, or or the, or the history of of a lot of what's going on. So, and it's not, you know, to be fair, it's not really there it's not within their remit you know like they like they're there to support you emotionally you know my my wife knows now like we don't really go into the the little details because it's unfair of me to expect her to solve the problems or the go through the troubles that i have in you know if i have if i had a really hard day because you know there's a lot more to it yeah. um so then having your your other your other support network with um you know other founders other business people other people going through the same journey as you or other people that have been through that journey i think is really important because then you can sort of start from the point of you know where the issue lies as opposed to having to go back you know and uncover all the context because generally they'll understand you know where it's all coming from yeah. uh so having both sides of it is really important you know there were certainly days and periods within that journey where you know I thought this is uh greatest thing ever you know this is exactly what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life um and there were certainly days where I was just like look I just don't know if I want to do this anymore but you know I think having had like you mentioned how do you how do you get out of those trenches yeah it, it's difficult you know i think that it's really difficult there's i've used a few different techniques over the years you know and uh you know the first one that comes to mind is just give it time i know that's not the greatest solution but sometimes just giving it time and 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 uh you know just letting whatever happens and feeling the full brunt of what you're going through thinking 
you do sort of come out of it sometimes. Um, so over the years as well, you know, you start to build what they, and you probably hear, you know, a lot of business uh, and entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs talk about resilience, having the resilience and the ability to stop uh, yourself thinking the way you're thinking and force yourself to start looking at how to get out of that yourself. Sometimes if you just don't have that mental, you're, if you're mentally fatigued, you let time sort of get you out of that, that trench. But then other times you have to get yourself out of it, you know, yeah. and I think that's when it becomes very much a mental game. Um, and no matter how much support you have around you, it comes down to you because if you're not using your own sort of uh, mental fortitude to get yourself out of that, that trench, then you're never going to get out of it. You know, using gratitude is a way to get yourself out of that, you know, because when you're in that trench, you're thinking, okay, everything's going wrong. You know, I can't get, I can't do this right. Why isn't this working? And then you sort of think, well, actually, you know what? And I used to say this a lot at the agency, you know, we're not, we're not surgeons, you know, we're not heart, we're not, we're not saving lives here. We're not sort of, uh, you know, yeah. we're just, we're just building a business. You know, there's more complicated things out there that have much more catastrophic effects uh, and consequences. Um, be grateful for what you have. You know, we've built this agency. We've, we've, you know, we're, we've hired so many people. We've delivered so many projects. Uh, could be worse. You know, take a step back and just, you know, look at what's in front of you and appreciate what's there. And so, you know, that's one technique to sort of sort of look at from a gratitude perspective. The other thing that, uh, you know, has gotten me through those periods is really um, beyond the whole gratitude was to really go deeper on that and start focusing on, you know, a more, I guess, a more personal development perspective. And that's looking at sort of reinforcing, I guess, mental resilience, so to mm-hmm. speak. And really what that involved for me was trying to be more disciplined. If I was to choose a time to get up in the morning, then go and do that, uh, you know, whether that means to go for an exercise or, or work out or go for a walk, things like that, I think, you know, just sort of continue to work on myself and make sure that I can break through those things. It's very much a mental game, I think, in a lot of these yeah. cases, because when we talk about, you know, the execution and the strategy and how to achieve it, I mean, you can find that stuff in a lot of different places, whether you speak to people, look online. Uh, it's the execution and you actually going through with it is usually the hard part. So very much a mental game in trying to make sure, you know, you can actually, you have the fortitude to actually do it. Yes, absolutely. So I, I, I really want to summarize whatever you've mentioned right now, because there were some really amazing takeaways from your journey that you've meant you've shared with us. I think what you mentioned right now, from what I understand is like, if you're going through a very difficult period in time and career uh, or personal life, I think the first thing you mentioned was to communicate. To, uh, communication is very important and you must know whom you're uh, communicating with you know the source of communication should be authentic that you trust and believe in and probably the mm. second thing that you mentioned was to give time which mm. because we always have ups and downs and uh, you need to keep trusting and believing yourself that you can do it if mm. things are not going the way that you planned which means that it is time to you know bring in a change maybe that's your cue and the third thing that you mentioned was that also emphasize on your personal development which is one of the main point and a, a theme that in the com- coming across your journey is personal development you know that mm. that makes you aware of yourself and where you want to go next and makes you fulfilled and satisfied in what you're doing 
So yeah. thank you so much, David, for sharing your journey from the University of Melbourne to going to London to coming back to Melbourne and starting your own venture and sharing your ups and downs. Yeah. Before you leave us, I would really like you to please leave our listeners with a quote or a thought or a saying that you really resonate with. You know, one quote that I think really, you know, and I was using a fair bit as well at the agency was, you know, how I forget who said it, but, uh, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah, uh, I really like that saying because wow. um, you know how that related to yeah, and, and to, to the team was you know like little things like you know as a leader if you if you show that you know how you do one thing uh, it sort of encompasses how you do everything like if the attention that you pay or the respect that you uh, show as a leader if you're you know something as little as just you know refilling up the the, the water kettle so. Or you know, actually putting your 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 cup in the sink, or even just changing the toilet paper in you know just the communal space. You know that level of attention, integrity that you apply to the smaller things that people might think are insignificant. You know, are a reflection on how you would normally do things. And people are relying on you. How you do one thing, I think, is how you do everything. That is lovely. I heard that for the first time, but that <laughs> has so much of depth and meaning to that. That really reflects mm. on a character that you're building. So yeah, that was really amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. What a wonderful note to end this episode on. That was David Tang for you, the, the co-founder of Groupy, a fintech startup. To all my friends and listeners out there, if you really enjoyed this episode, then go on and follow us on Spotify, My First Step Ever, or on Apple Podcast. Now we are also available on Google Podcast. And join our Instagram community, which is My First Step Ever underscore IN, which is an amazing platform for you to network with like-minded people and also get connected to our guest speakers. And until next time, as I always say, Keep your spirits high. And this is your host, Ishani Nigam, signing off.